This is fucking nuts. Thank you. Bishop right here in front of us. Justice running. Bees right in front of us. Wait a minute. Oh, God, Wadsworth. No. Wadsworth. You got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me, Wadsworth. It's two up. And Bishop. Bishop has Justice looking for power ball position. Justice fighting him off. Alright, so let's let's go. Uh welcome to Wrestling is Gross. Uh, my name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. We didn't actually introduce ourselves to you. Uh, we have Joshua Bishop on the line, former AIW Intense Champion. Uh, Joshua Bishop, how are you doing, sir? Doing good. You can add AIW Absolute Champion after Black Friday to that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, Joshua Bishop. Um, I want to say, a year ago, I watched you... A year and a half ago, I watched you in that feud with Josh Prohibition. And I was like... This guy is. This guy seems like a monster. I don't know if he's there yet. And now, a year and a half later, you are f- fucking incredibly there. <laughs> um, you, uh, you are an absolute monster at this point, and have had obviously have, your career has been what two and a half years so far. Twenty nineteen has been your yeah. year. Um, yeah, May. Uh... 2017 right was, uh, when I debuted at the uh, back of the season cup was what it was called at that time right right um, so that I, I, I want to go through some of that and we'll you know we'll be brief on a lot of subjects here um, but the first thing I want to ask you um, did you watch wrestling as a little kid were you into this shit oh of course I watched wrestling as a little kid Okay. And then you talked about that Josh Prohibition feud. That meant the world to me, being able to do that, because he's a guy that, luckily, through like, Sports Time Ohio and stuff, like the Cleveland Indies were on my whole life growing up, basically. So I used to be able to watch. I used to only watch three wrestling companies, because that's all I thought there was was TNA, WWE, and then uh, <laughs> no longer existing Cleveland, Cle- Cleveland Independent Wrestling Company. Sure. But, so. Like Josh Provish was one of my heroes growing up, so it was just amazing being able to like get to have a feud with him and just like he was like the best dude ever. Yeah, like, it's awesome. I um, it, so it's remarkable that that JT Lightning got uh rest like indie wrestling on TV in Cleveland. Like just that that blows my mind. Um, my first exposure to Josh Prohibition was from the Backyard Wrestling Don't Try This at Home Volume 1 shit, where it was him and M-Dog just doing shit. Like, crazy shit. Did you ever watch any of that? 
Yeah, like a passion for pain and stuff. Yeah. Like DVD also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I was getting to watch that at the time when it came out and stuff. But I think, like, they were oh. all in, like, Biggin's storage. Like, Biggin's had a bunch of the DVDs in the storage unit. And one time I just took a few, I would just borrow, like, DVDs over there. Like, ring rental, ring rental. So I would just take, like, five and then just put them back next time we did a ring rental. Sure. <laughs> That's how I ended up getting to watch those. Now, did you uh, did you ever do any backyarding? Uh, I had like nobody in my neighborhood, really. Sure. So, sadly, not. Yeah, like, why? I just had a trampoline, and I would, and I would just do four fifty by myself. Hell yeah! You you gonna oh, uh, work that four fifty back into your repertoire anytime soon? <laughs> I have not done a four fifty in probably like a year and a half. Okay. So, <laughs> probably probably not, but maybe I'll bust it out one day. There's this weird thing uh, going around on like on wrestling Twitter where like it's like Keith Lee and Donovan Dijak and and it'll be like these big men need to wrestle like big men they need to stop doing like shooting star presses and I'm like okay yeah. I, I get it but I also like seeing a fucking six foot five dude do a shooting star it's hilarious and so cool yes it's it's do a shooting star also just but punch people in the face too yeah to, to do yeah. two things you find do the two balance. Things. Yeah. Um, all right. So, early influences. Who did you like as a kid? Who made you want to be a wrestler? Um, I mean, I loved, like, I don't know if you want to call them, like, kind of the darker guys or whatever, or, like, not. Like, I liked, like, The Undertaker. I think that was cool. Sure. And uh, kind of like the, like, Kane. And then, um, I loved, I loved like obviously TNA stuff. But I loved like Abyss and Raven. Okay, like, I loved that. Yeah. So you like the goth shit, and but you were also you were a big yeah. kid, probably right? Like w- at the age of twelve, how tall were you? Maybe five five. Okay, so you didn't you didn't hit hit until a little later like, on. No, it wasn't until my uh, freshman to sophomore years, like where I became like six four. <laughs> like, it took me a long time. I, I was just like a very skinny twerp. And then, like, one time I just got, like, huge. <laughs> that rules. Um, I, so, yeah, it makes sense. Like, the, the role that you fill in, in AIW is, I mean, I don't want to say you're the undertaker of the company because there's, that's no. like an impossible thing to be. Yeah. But, um, you know, the the big fucking dominant powerhouse. Like, it's interesting that that, that was the sort of thing that struck you early on. Um, let's see here. I've got some, but that doesn't mean that I, but it also doesn't mean that I didn't like guys like Cena and stuff like, I think Cena, Cena is definitely my top five. I think he's probably like one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time, which is hilarious to say, (laughs) but like, I still think people don't give him enough credit because he just goes in there and puts on bangers. But like when he was doing that five moves of doom stuff, like that's all he had to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, so if it's, if it's, but he'll bust out like a code red and shit. <laughs> That's yeah, it's but it's like like um like super early Cena like two thousand three like him versus uh his first uh, title match against Lesnar like it's just too like you can't really like go head to, like if you're like the same size as Lesnar you can't just like out Lesnar Lesnar but that's just like a fight between two like yoked up dudes it's like that's cool why why is this bad why is this like a thing that like that, he's been good. He's been good for a long time, and then it was His in like entire 20, career. Yes, and then it was like 2015 or so when people were like, you know, we got to admit 
John Cena is very good. Yeah. He's actually good at this. Yeah. It's real stupid. <laughs> and, I, and, like, I remember watching SmackDown and seeing his debut. That's, like, probably my earliest wrestling memory. Oh, wow. Just seeing his yeah. come out and almost beat Kurt Angle. Because I would watch it with my dad every week. And then I remember he just said, like, this isn't how, like, he's like, well, this dude's going to be, like, the next big guy because this isn't how. Not that my dad was, like, a smart, but he was, like, like regular no-name guys don't just come out and almost win. Yeah. Oh, he but got it. Like, he, he understood yeah. it when he saw it. Yeah. 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 Well, so look, I'm I'm 30. Uh, Sh- Siobhan is what? You're 27, 28. Uh, 27. Uh, Josh, how old are you? I just turned 22. Yeah. Okay. Fucking Christ. Uh. <laughs> That's so weird. Um. So, what? 22. So you would have been like five. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I was bo- like, so I think I remember when Goldberg debuted. I was born after that. Okay. <laughs> I, so I do remember when Goldberg debuted because yeah. I had a, I had a, yeah. uh, another podcast I did that was supposed to chronicle every match of the streak and it's sort of fallen apart yeah. now, but one day we'll get back to that. Um, I, yeah, like, I, I would have been 13, I, I think when Cena debuted and I knew his name because he had been in UPW out in California um, which was uh, sort of, uh, you know, like an FCW or OVW farm league uh, for the WWF at the time. And I, uh, the, the names Lesnar, John Cena, like Shelton Benjamin, uh, the, the Haas brothers were like all guys that I would read about on the internet. I was, you know, 13, so I was on WrestlingInc.com or whatever reading about these guys yeah. and how they're, they're the next wave of superstars. And for the most part, they yeah. were, you know. I remember the the whole thing with Lesnar was he was a 280 pound man who could do a shooting star to <laughs> bring that back. That, that was yeah. There there was like a really grainy clip of him in OVW doing a shooting star, and I was like, oh my god! And then he did it once on the fucking main stage and nearly broke his neck, which is a cautionary tale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta risk it for the biscuit. That's right. That's oh, right. The lights on bright. You gotta. You gotta try and ride the lightning, and I respect that. You gotta ride the lightning. You know about that. We will. We will get to you jumping oh. off of shit. Um, <laughs> all right. So the AIW Academy. You didn't do any backyarding. Uh, how old were you when you joined the yeah, AIW yeah. Academy? Academy and well, the, go ahead. The first time I tried to join, I was fifteen. Okay. And <laughs> I couldn't even drive yet. And then I was, I was, and Biggin shot me down. So he got to be eighteen. And then a so responsible adult, I, Chandler Biggins was. <laughs> I guess I wish I would have started at that first group. Yeah, uh, oh, that would've been awesome. Oh, so that would have been the first class. Um, yeah, the okay. first class. I emailed the first day, but as soon as I saw you, I tweeted out and immediately sent an email, and I was ready to rock. But so you then, had been going to shows? Um, I, no, because I couldn't get anyone. No, I couldn't get anyone to. Me the shows, but it didn't mean I wasn't watching shows. Okay. Uh, I, may, I just may have had some other websites to watch the AW content. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> hey, you're making the money now. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, you, yeah. you paid it all back. <laughs> yeah, and one time I one time I definitely tweeted out at Ford. Uh, this is probably like a year ago where I tweeted like uh, just what website I would pirate all AIW shows off. <laughs> I was in like a no fuck given mode. And he was like, what's uh, everyone's favorite way to, set to watch the content? And I just put the website I would pirate when I was in middle school. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. Me and Siobhan. Um, Siobhan actually, uh, she introduced me to 
um, Russian Facebook, which is it's vk.com, and we've talked about it like yeah. at length. Um, I didn't actually know about it. about it. Yeah, yeah. It's um, we have like a pr- we have a pretty like. I don't want to say strict rule, but when it comes to AIW, we're a lot more likely to buy the shows than we are to pirate them. Um, with, with that said, we did watch the Jersey show in a stream with a bunch of other people, and I don't think any of us paid for it. We've bought plenty of stuff since then. <laughs> uh, but I can we can attest that at least eight people we know were there at the show. Yeah, a good amount of fucking people oh, we know were there. Yeah. So. We're not. I don't know if we're good people. We're pushing the brand. We're trying. You know? It's that's the thing about that, right? Is like pirating piracy in general is. It's obviously it's taking money away directly from the company, uh, but in a lot of cases, the people who are going to pirate that stuff are not going to be watching it unless they can do it for free. And when you do that, then you make new fans and you help, on some level, get extra exposure. Uh, beyond that specific person they like tell a friend or they tweet about it or maybe you know best case scenario they go and buy something in the future so it's bad but it also is good is kind of <laughs> the definitive take uh there's there's a lot of levels happening yeah yeah give and take um so who would you who would you cite as your main trainer at the academy who was the guy like running the show um uh... Gargano and Candice were there for my first, like, two months, really. I started right. when I was 18, also. Like, the summer after I graduated uh, high school is when they started taking new students again. So it was, like, August, like the end of August 2016 or something like that. But um, it was kind of like they were kind of getting ready to move to Orlando and stuff, so they weren't really around that much. And basically, I'd say... Um, Guarini was basically like my main trainer because mm. he kind of just took over that role at the school, and he was pretty, pretty fresh himself, right? Yeah, yeah but there was like nobody that was like willing to step. I not, I don't know. I don't want to like make it sound bad. But there's else, no one who could be there every kinda... week. Like, who else is willing to be there yeah. every fucking week? That's a big deal. Yeah, that's a huge commitment. Yeah. And, yeah. and and not that... to say like Dom was a natural immediately. Like the first yeah, time so ever. all of all of the jujitsu training and all of that. Like he and he, so he would have been ready to go. Yeah. Like he had a he had a grasp. Definitely. Yeah, and then uh, he had also already been training, like teaching, like jujitsu and other things already. So he kind of knew like a coach, okay, like, trainer kind of mentality. Okay. So then he had like a, and then I think Thorne got him a few books, like from Doctor Tom or like other people, like notorious wrestling trainers. And he like made him read them all. And then he went <laughs> the current school layout, I guess you would call it. That's fucking fascinating to me that John Thorne was just like uh, buying him Tom Pritchard books and just like, you need to read this forward and back and, and then you'll know like that, that'll that help you with these fucking little kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was Dom... I mean, we were little kids, really. Yeah. Because if you look at my debuting class, we were all... Fresh out of high school, basically. I mean, they're all about the same age. Trey was like a year older than me. Me and Big Twan are the same age. Uh, Chase Oliver is like maybe two or three years older than me. Okay. Like, who else is in that class besides the people you just mentioned? And then Parker Pierce also, who's only Parker like Pierce. maybe two or three years older than me also. Yeah. What happened to Kurt Hertz? Uh, 
unknown. Nobody knows. Oh <laughs> uh, no! <laughs> All right, well, is in parts unknown. If if you're out yeah. there, um, man, uh, was Dom uh, a hard ass to train under? Did he fuck you guys up? No, not really. And that's what's great about. I mean, that's how I thought it was going to be because that's, I don't know about anyone else, but like, that's the reputation wrestling, of, wrestling schools have. Exactly. Like, so, yes. <clears throat> like, I definitely came in, as I would say, out of that class with the most wrestling knowledge because, like, I had read all the books. Like, I mm. watched like endless amounts of like shoot interviews or like whatever on the high spots network because I was just obsessed as a kid with wrestling. Mm. Because so. I didn't really know about like the internet or anything until the pipe bomb, which I'm sure is like annoying. Interesting. To hear. No, 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 no. But, Listen, like, the pipe bomb got how... me back in. I, I, I had not watched wrestling yeah. hardly at all for the last few years before that. Yeah. It brought me back in. I, I totally can relate. Yeah. yeah. And like CM Punk was my number one. I'm like, that was my guy growing up. Cause like I was really into wrestling. And then like when he debuted too, I was like, all right, this dude's sweet. And I just always thought he was sweet. And then, uh, that pipe bomb hit and he's like, Maybe I'll go back to Ring of Honor. I'm like, what the fuck's Ring of Honor? Mm. Like, what's New Japan Wrestling? Yeah. And so, and then I just hit up the old internet because it was in the summer, and I started googling this shit and like YouTube. And like, I'd watched YouTube and stuff before, but like, I just don't know how I didn't even think to type in like other wrestling companies. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But like, how? But how would you know? Also, like looking back. Like, yeah. There, would I have known? Yeah. There's a reason that like the top hundred moves of uh. October 2019 always have like 750,000 views. <laughs> People know what they want, yeah. and then it's just like, I'm good with this. I'm just gonna keep watching this. This is cool. I'm re- oh shit, that that was that that moonsault was really good that one time. <laughs> yeah, like just yeah. it's understandable. Uh, it's always it's been that way too. Like I remember, um, there's like so there's a joke in one of the go uh, the Joe uh, Gagne podcast Gagne podcast uh, about. Um, watching like 91 WWF and Ric Flair comes in and he's claiming to be the real world champion. And the guy he does the show with, he was like, um, what is this? What's going on? And then he has a friend who's like, if you change the channel up, like to, to channel uh, 26, did you know that there's a, another wrestling there's another, there's another WW, like, there's like, there's a whole other group of guys doing this. If your entire exposure to wrestling is WWE and most people, for most people who at least start out and a lot of people for their entire lives, there's no reason to think that there's anything out else out there. You know, there's, there's no other like alternative league to the fucking MLB or the NBA. Like they don't exist. Oh, I remember just like my mind was blown. Like, once I discovered independent wrestling and I was just, like, fell in love. Like, became, like, obsessed. Like, I remember the art of wrestling. I hadn't been around for that long at that time. And I was listening to every episode. Like, I'd be in – I remember just there was times where I'd probably listen to every episode of the podcast probably four or five times at one point because there was only, like, a 100-something episodes. But I just had to learn. Like, yeah. I just had to keep listening to these things. And I was just, like, definitely, like, an unhealthy obsession with independent wrestling. And, like, <laughs> I loved it. Like, Ring of Honor yeah. it was crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, Colt, that that show, Colt's show, um, it's it's got its ups and downs, and depending on the guest, I, it's not uh, great to listen to yeah. sometimes. But uh, he is he is a pretty solid interviewer, and he has gotten people to open up yeah. about stuff. And yeah, it always always at least at least interesting, 
sometimes fantastic. Um, and also the, one of the first like actual wrestling podcasts to break through. So without the art of wrestling, there's probably no wrestling is gross, um, <laughs> which is weird to say. I'm, I think in like a weird way that the art of wrestling is kind of like responsible for the popularization of a lot of independent wrestling. Yeah. Cause it just was able to, I don't know what the word would be like, maybe distribute, but like get it out there. Like, yeah. Hey, this is what. Like these are these guys, and like we're in these areas because at every time he's always everyone's plugging their shows and stuff they have coming up and stuff. So you could be listening, and then say you think there's no wrestling in in Michigan, but you are. Here's this episode of I don't know, like fucking Jimmy Jacobs or someone, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, I'm in Detroit this week," and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like let me get to one of my buddies and let's go to this wrestling. Exactly. And so you he'll think, like, how many people did that happen too? Right one week he'll have like, he'll have Rikishi on, you know, like, Oh, I, I remember Rikishi with the fat ass and he'd rub his like doo doo yeah. shit ass in people's faces. <laughs> and then, and then like you like, Oh, I'm going to listen to this show from now on because I, I know Rikishi. And then, yeah, the next week yeah. he has like Alex Shelley or whatever. And Alex Shelley is this guy you've never heard of. And he's talking about, um, going to the UK and like learning from Johnny Saint or whatever, like just like weird shit that, you know, it, 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 it is a launch pad. I think that's a, I never really thought about that. I think punk and Cabana, I mean, you've just cited the two of them as major influences on you finding, uh, other wrestling. Uh, but I think yeah. that's probably the case for a lot of people. Those two guys, i had been watching them. I, I, the first IWA mid South tape I got was back in 2002. So I was 13, you know, and yeah. they had buzz. They debuted in ring of honor, um, I think December of 2002, the first year of ring of honor. Um, yeah. and like those guys were, they, they weren't maybe as crisp or as, I don't know, quote unquote good as like low key or Brian Danielson. And they aren't like, I, I don't think either of those guys are as good in ring as Brian Danielson or low key. Oh. Nobody's as good as low key and Brian Danielson, but like they had this other thing. They had this other feel to them that just clicked with me immediately and yeah it's it was cool to watch it, colt it sucks what's happened to colt uh having to yeah. get sued and then also you know his brief stint with the wwe like where they just were like oh you're jewish go be jewish like what the fucking like people don't talk about that shit enough but that is some insane fucking egregious bullshit <laughs> yeah it's one of the worst gimmicks yeah i don't yeah, <laughs> just whatever. Just WWE just fucking up, like fucking up the good shit again. I guess. But mm-hmm. in a way, I think it's kind of like it sucks for him, but it's like a blessing too. Yeah. Oh, what well, he guys like me, guys like me, in probably the next like five to ten years of guys coming up in wrestling because of how important and influential I know that podcast is on going to be on all of us. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, he, he has a lot to hang his hat on. Um, and yeah, that, that, the wrestling road diaries and stuff and, and just the, the evolution yeah. of him as a wrestler doesn't happen without him getting that little cup of coffee in the WWE and then leaving and being like, fuck this shit. I can do something else entirely. Um, yeah, yeah I, we're, we're, we're pro Colt on the show. Colt gets a lot of backlash these days because he is largely a comedy wrestler, um, and he's, a, he seems like a bit of a fucking doofus to be quite honest, but I think he's charming as hell. So, yeah. um, yeah, what, what is wrestling without charming doofuses? Exactly. Exactly. Um, 
Let's talk about your debut. Your debut match was at AIW Back to the Future Cup 2017. That's May 27th. Uh, it's it's you, Big Twan, uh, Chase Oliver, Parker Pierce, Trey Lamar, and Kurt Hurt. I have not seen this match. Have you seen this match, Siobhan? Uh, not recently. Okay. What? So you'd been training how long, Josh? Um, from whenever August. 2016 was until that May. Okay, I'm not going to try to do that math. Uh, yeah, nine, no nine, nine months. Yeah. It's nine months. <laughs> nine yes. months. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the right amount probably of training. A lot of people get thrown in after three months and they suck, or a lot of people get trained oh. for two years and their spirits broken. I think nine months is a nice amount. I wanted that two weeks trade. I wanted. That. <laughs> I was hoping I would get that just thrown to the wolves. I was mm. hoping I'd get thrown right to the fire. <laughs> On the job training is a valid thing. It's yeah. it, it breaks a lot of people, but for some people, it's the best way for them to thrive. Um, yeah. So, what, is this match good? I've never seen it. You tell me. Probably really? not, right? I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like people still tweet about it sometimes. Okay, and it's like their fa- one of their favorite like sleeper matches in AW history, I guess. Okay. Nobody knew who the fuck any of us were besides our family and the shit that was there. And then we just went out and did just the craziest fucking shit we could possibly think of. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, Trey and Chase are fucking nuts. Like those, those are like, those yeah. are showy guys with crazy offense. So I could see that oh, and, like and surprising a crowd. The rope. <laughs> In the match before us, the bottom rope broke too. Hell yeah. Oh, yes, that's, um... before, before our first match ever. <laughs> and no one, no one's talking to us because we're all freaking out. Mm. Uh, I'm trying. Like, I just remember this distinctively. We're behind the curtain or whatever at, Mount, at the Mount Carmel setup of shows, and there was that one area where Terry Punk beat up the Duke is where sure, yeah, like the boys <laughs> would would come out and sit. That and I've seen. And, like watch <laughs> matches and stuff. That area, yeah. And I remember this Adam Cole's over there, and I'm just yelling for him, just like, bro, what do I do? <laughs> like. Like, what, yeah. like, I need, like, yeah, like, probably the most, like, person that I know the best, like, name, uh, wrestling-wise, that's around me right now, I can see, that's, like, been in the most matches and stuff, so I'm trying to yell for him, like, like, I'm sure this has happened to you before, what do I do, like, what, like, what do I do, what do you need, like, some pep talk or something, and, like, yeah. no one's nowhere to be found, he's talked about on the podcast before, someone walks out of the, out of the ring, or out of the room, because he just he just goes, yep, they're all doomed now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, that freeway was um, Lil Guido versus Steve Payne versus Super Crazy. Which, oh my god, that's a lot. It's also I, I wonder if like that feeling of okay, that happened to them, and that's a combined like fifty years of experience, right? More than that, yeah. and you're like, what the fuck is gonna happen to us? The yeah. just gonna yeah. we're gonna get like swallowed by like the hell mouth. <laughs> yeah. Gonna yeah. open up. <laughs> I think combined, there's like maybe five matches in total out of everybody in this match beforehand. And like, I've never had a match before. I've never even been in the, like, the AIW main ring before, <laughs> besides like doing ring career and stuff. So I'm like, trying to figure this out. And then the rope's broken. Like, I assume that it probably definitely like fucks up the tension of every other rope. And we have these things planned where we're gonna need the rope. Huh. Gonna need bottom rope, but we just no one knows what the fuck to do, <laughs> and we're just looking at this like, oh, you know what? Fuck, I'll just go figure it out, I guess. And then we just went crazy. 
it's it's sometimes good to be forced into a situation where you have to deviate from like what you had planned. You know, the bottom rope is like. I mean, yeah, compared to the top rope, it's fairly inconsequential, but it's still it still fucks with your entire. Like, if you've been training in a ring with three ropes and you get in there and you work your first professional match and there's only two, that's gonna fuck you up. Like, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. seeing it in the corner of your eyes is gonna fuck you up. Yeah, there's one spot where I think Trey gets chased a coast to coast and he knocks him out of the ring because there is no hell problem. yeah. See, that's Probably that's how it adds to it. Out. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I guess I guess the bottom rope would factor into a lot, like Nick Gage face wash or whatever. You know, the like stuff yeah. like that couldn't really. You'd have to orchestrate it some other way. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Now, uh, Siobhan, you just watched. Uh, you like, like just watched it, right? Yeah. Uh, Josh's first ever singles match with Jonathan Wolf, AIW Night of the Creeps, June tenth, two thousand seventeen. Oh. You have any memories okay. of that? <laughs> Yeah, uh, not a good match. Definitely not something I'm like, oh, this is sweet. Everyone go watch this. It okay. Not, not awesome. I take this tombstone and I basically knock myself out <laughs> about 20 seconds of the match. <laughs> yes. I, Siobhan, um, is it a good match or not? <laughs> it was all right. Uh, I don't know. Um, it, I think it was first singles match ever. Match. I was like, it was pretty good. It was all right. What can you expect? I think that was like my third match. Because it was like two weeks after uh, the Back yeah. to the Future Cup. Man, yeah, I, I haven't seen it. Um, I don't really know Jonathan Wolf super well, uh, but taking a you took a tombstone on the floor. Is that right? Yes, yes. So why did you? Great why, idea. Why, why did you do I've that? Always, I've always been full of great ideas. I've always had these great <laughs> ideas. <laughs> Man, I went to an AAW show. Um, the first AAW show I went to was it, uh, one of the matches was uh, JT Dunn versus uh ar fox and he hit him with a tombstone on the apron and it was like one of the scariest things i've ever seen and he rolls him in and ar fox just kicks out at two and just starts going he's back on <laughs> offense and i was just like fucking what the fuck <laughs> all yeah. right do your thing whatever but come on um yeah. yes i, I having know. watched it recently like just like a couple of days ago it's like it's like there's a sp- it's like you see like that your neck slide like in the angle and you're like, oh god no oh no Something Oof. bad just happened, but it's like I guess not yeah. something real bad. But I can't. It was didn't seem fun. At least Gary got I the shot, know. right? Yeah, as long as it, as long as it was good for the for, for smart mark, I'm ready to rock. Yeah, so, <laughs> fucking a. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, no, go ahead. Sorry. As you can see from uh, the early days of my career, I have not really cared about my body much at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there's, yeah. there's like self preservation that you have to like. It's, it's important to, to take care of yourself. But also, it's wrestling, and you're new, and you want to fucking make a name for yourself. So yeah, you have to go crazy. Yeah, especially yeah. a place like AIW. Yeah, and like, I mean, we we're talking about it earlier, kind of a little bit of like what my like role I guess or like character in AIW is or whatever people think I'm just like some fucking crazy maniac I mean I definitely am a fucking maniac in real life too sorry I do say fuck a lot of, bro. <laughs> we, oh, we, we say a lot of bad words on this podcast <laughs> but, uh, yeah I just say it a lot it's just how I talk I'm sorry no um, no but like that's just like what I've like what I really am really like I didn't really know how to Everyone's like, you gotta turn yourself up to 10, but I'm just like, dude, I'm just like a maniac in real life. Like, 
if you go out there and be like some corny, because you know what I mean? How there's like these people that come out and they're like corny, like, oh, I'm crazy now. Like, oh, look at me. I'm doing all this wild stuff. I'm a crazy man. Like, that's just kind of corny. You know what I mean? Yours, like, like your version. Cor- like yeah. Sorry. Corny, like these corny, like, ooh, I'm like dark and spooky now. Wrestler, like out of nowhere. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? So, like, I think, uh, like, I've had, like, I had this plan of like, all right, well, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I'm going to do wild shit. Like, you know, people start starting to click with people because I can't come out and be like, look at me, I'm a spooky little trainee now. Like, ooh, I'm spooky. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Because then the crowd's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> There's a difference between, like, yeah. performative craziness, like, um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to like shout anybody out and say they, they're, they're bad at it, but there, there've been plenty of guys over the years who that their gimmick was that they were a crazy person. Your gimmick is not that yeah. you are a crazy person. Your gimmick is that you are a big oh. scary person. You also just happen yeah. to actually be fucking nuts. Yeah. Your gimmick is yeah. you don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I don't because it's because I, that's just really just me in real life. Like I really do not give a fuck. Yeah. Like the only thing I care about is just fucking stealing the show at, at yeah. the show. That's it. I don't give a fuck. What it's gonna take? I would have. Sorry, hold on a sec. No, you're good. Sorry. I do. Not, I, I don't care what it's gonna take. I don't care how much punishment I'm gonna put my body through. I want to go up there and put on. Uh oh, you there? I yeah, I don't know what happened. It's sort of like another call or something. Things mm-hmm. things happen. Sorry. It's it's all yeah, things are sorry. always happening all the time. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right. I, like, I do not care. Like, I don't care what it's going to take. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to put the best match on. And if I don't have the best match, I'm going to be fucking pissed off. <laughs> I did not think of anything better or I didn't know or, like, I get aggravated. Yeah. No, it's good. What I mean, that's that's the... What's going on? <laughs> I, it, it comes through a little bit. I hear a little uh, drop, but uh, it's... it. Yeah. You, you mostly sound fine. Um Okay. I want to say the so a match where you guys did steal the show uh, that yes. I just rewatched. It's uh, No Consequences versus the AIW Originals Absolution 12 from July of 2017. Um, this Sorry, is, hold on. Kick me out. Oh, you're good. That's fine. This is going well, I think, overall, right? Yeah. Yeah? Recorded, I mean, recording yesterday. The shit. It was so oh, bad. God. Sorry. No, you... you're good. You're... All right. Sorry. Can you? All right. Oh, you... I don't know what. Oh, you sound also. You sound. You better sound better too. now. Yeah. No, it's all yes, good. Yes. Yes. So it's fine. <laughs> it's it's good. Okay. It's good. All right. Uh, cool. Absolution. Yeah. Which one? Absolution 2017. 2017. The oh, ten... ten man tag. Oh, <laughs> but you guys are all gonna get the fucking you match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, match. it's good though. It's first, of, first of all, you probably all deserved it because you're just fucking dumbass kids, right? But also, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. it fucking rules. Like, Bobby Beverly is a guy that I have never, I never cared about before, like, the last couple of years of AIW. Bobby Beverly is a fucking asshole in this. Matthew Justice, like, returns to AIW after years of not being there. Fucking yep. asshole. Russ Myers, <laughs> nasty Russ, and T Money. But I know people love T Money. People like to focus on T Money these days. Nasty Russ. Have you seen Nasty Russ uh, as a backyard wrestler? No, I have not. Oh man. Well, man. you should check out some some old Russ Myers shit um, because he was a legend of that scene. Of the Nasty Russ was uh, 
he was a part of a company called Garbage Everywhere Wrestling. And <laughs> when, when I did backyarding in like 2003, 2004, them and uh, a, a company called, or a, a, I say company, a group called HWF that was also around the Ohio area um, were like the gold standard for, like Chris Hero wrestled at a couple of Garbage Everywhere wrestling shows. <laughs> Yes. Uh, while uh, after um, being IWA champ. Yes, professional, <laughs> at, like not as a backyarder. He came in because he just liked those guys. Um, check out some old uh, Devil Man Russ Myers shit. I'll I'll send you something. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Um, I love Hawkins. He's no. those guys are fucking like they they are real shit kickers. Uh, wh- who hits you the hardest in in that match? Can you remember? Um, maybe throw probably key money. Hmm. He does that. <laughs> he yeah. has a tendency to do that. I think <laughs> is it Trey or Gary who takes the pounce? Um, uh, God I have damn. no idea, but I remember that they beat up Trey for nine minutes. It's so... it's uh it's Trey, yeah. Uh, and like he nearly he would have. They say it on commentary, but he would have gone through to the announce table. He would have ended up in the Duke's lap <laughs> if the bottom rope wasn't there. Oh, and the Duke, the Duke would not have caught him. He would have fucking just hit the deck. <laughs> I I love this match. This was sort of. I think this was the. I mean, this is definitely the first time I ever saw you, and the first time I ever like took notice of of no consequences. Um, t- tell me about like forming that team. How did, how did that come together? I mean, we just got honestly super lucky because that was the first time like not that like thorn was really like ready to roll the dice with the students because like students had a beginning uh like good spots and stuff but they would just get like every now and then there'd be a student match but we got lucky and the fact that he told us at that show i wrestled jonathan wolf and he said listen this is gonna be a plan for you guys you guys are gonna be a group um Gary is going to be with you too. I know he didn't debut with you, but like he's young and he's like still new enough or whatever. And then, because uh, he wanted to do a new versus old AIW. Yeah. And it was going to be originally, I think, like the Weird World, uh, Dr. Dan, <laughs> Shit. and like two other people were going to be the new, te- the new team. That's well, a very different match. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Look. then after our debut, I guess, like he just was. I don't know if he was like proud. I'm sure he's no one wasn't proud. Um, please, maybe I don't know, pleased <laughs> or something. Please is know. a funny word Toler- for that. Tolerated us enough <laughs> to uh, grown up at grown up swoggle ass motherfucker yeah. John Ford. Yeah, Ford yeah. <laughs> just was, I don't know what he was, but he what he just gave us. He just said this is the plan, and then we got to be no consequences, which was cool because we were just kind of, and people were calling us like Nexus Light and shit, but. Yeah, we really, yellow and black was your colors. That, I think that's a huge part of that. Yeah, there's like, not really a lot of to. nexus to it. I mean, like, yeah, like that was just the color of gear everyone had. Like, everyone just like <laughs> I, I like I was the only one that had red, and so then I had to buy a yellow pair of gear because mm. no one else because everyone else already had yellow and gold gear. So I was just like, whatever, fuck it. That that yeah. uh that those tights you wear in that match with the JB logo, I love that JB logo. Is that a thing you made or somebody else? Made yeah, that? I made it. I make all, oh, yeah. all my stuff. That's fucking great, man. I I I don't know. You still do use that somewhat, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's on the back of my trunks now. Okay, like when okay. I wear trunks and I don't wear jeans. <laughs> well, when you you wear jeans when you're gonna uh, stick skewers in Dom's head. Yeah, yeah uh, jeans are. <laughs> 
jeans are for blood. Yeah. <laughs> there will be blood. That's fucking right. That's right. You wear a white yeah. t-shirt and jeans, yeah. and you make sure you get the motherfuckers stained the fuck up. Yeah. Um, I, know. I yeah, this match rules. You're you're a lot smaller in this oh, match. Oh, yeah, I was 19 years old. I'm, I'm still <laughs> finishing puberty, guys. Now, <laughs> even in life, like that's what people I think don't understand. They forget like. I'm like, guys, I'm still finishing up like the last stages of puberty now in my life. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I I always see this as the thing. Here's a, here's a uh, little joke that I used to tell myself is like, uh, maybe my dick will get bigger even though I'm 25 years old. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm. Maybe like, I just haven't finished yet. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm a teenager in this match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You. Um. I just saw a picture. Uh. Someone. I, I don't know if it was like Jordan Grace or maybe it was Ali. It was Alley Cat. Posted a picture of uh like from a couple years ago or a year and a half ago or something, where uh you were in it and you looked like you had your glasses on, your hair was shorter, it wasn't bleached blonde yet, and you had a fanny pack on. And I was like, this this guy is this is a different person now. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been cool. It's been cool to watch you uh turn into a monster did you play sports in uh in high school yeah i played yeah but like i didn't really care about them like i played them but like anytime i would get like a letter or anything i would just i would tell my coaches don't give these to me like i'm going to pro wrestling school i don't care about going to college nice like, i'm good like nice. i don't care what college wants to tell me i'm sweet i'm going to the aw academy yeah hell yeah <laughs> I see, it's, I, good, I, I, it's good from the aspect of like being ready to uh, fuck people up and be competitive in a sense yeah. that isn't just telling people because when you said it earlier like i want to steal the show it's like there's a way to do that by doing things and then there's a way to do that by saying constantly what I'm doing is stealing the show. What I'm doing is stealing the show. People, yeah. we know there are wrestlers who are at this point infamous for that sort of being their gimmick is that they say that they're going to do it, mm. and then it's just they do their same match every time. It's 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 they don't up the up the stakes. That's like it's a sense of like oh I'm just gonna fucking go for it every single time and whatever happens happens. Yeah. Um. So I I, I wanted to ask you about so the 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 first booking or the first show uh, like on pro fight db you need a fucking cage match profile you know what cagematch.com is right yeah and i don't want one i want to be the only indie wrestler without one that's my goal as i want to become a big name in wrestling without a cage match that's why i've never tweeted about it i've just been keeping it low-key hoping nobody ever makes me one i I love it i want one i want to be the i want to be the one that isn't on there yeah, fuck you, Stringer. It's it's weird when people have them and then they're like, please uh, remove it, yeah. and it's just all but all of their name. Their name will still show up in the results and shit. Like yeah. Murat Bosporus, this uh, German Turkish guy, <laughs> Murat Bosporus, and shit. Like this, this guy. Friend. Yes, this is a guy who's been on multiple continents and stuff. But he's like. I don't want a cage match profile, but it'll still come up in results. It'll be like, yeah. uh, this kind of defeats the purpose, man. Uh, I love it's my, that. That's my goal. Just to be like, to just be the unknown one. Just like, aerial text, not a clickable link. I love it. Yep. That's, that's fucking great, man. <laughs> um, the first on profight DB, um, it, it lists your first outside of AIW booking as a black label pro show where you worked a, um, a battle royal is that true or did you you probably worked at xicw or whatever I mean, it's called right is that the name of that company oh everybody still with me yeah i'm with him he's not with us whatever 
Hello? Can you hear me? Yep. Sorry, oh, yeah. I don't know why it keeps dropping me out. Of it's alright, it's alright. No, yeah. It's, we, we, we recorded um, a show yesterday that had the worst issues. We It was a two-hour podcast that took us three and a half hours to record. Anything that happens yeah. in this recording can never match what we went through yesterday. <laughs> um, tell me about getting booked outside of AIW. Oh, so my first booking was at Tried and True. Uh, what is Tennessee. that? <laughs> it's this place in Tennessee. It's kind of like... Um, like Sean Schultz. Oh, yeah. Okay. If you guys remember him. Yeah. He was. I love Sean Schultz. Like him and one of the bookers were at the Back to the Future Cup, and I saw him immediately. He booked me, Trey, and Chase. And uh, he wanted one more person that was a heel, so he booked Carson, too. He uh, immediately, right after our uh, Back to the Future match. And then. Um, what else did I have? Oh, and then I was like, had Sup also. Oh, yeah, okay. And yeah. then. Just like random, like other local Ohio indies and stuff. I didn't black label. I don't. I think I was like their second show. Maybe I was on the pre-show. Okay, and then that would make that, sense. Yeah, for, for yeah for what the yeah this so the the show they got listed here is the third. But if you were on the pre-show of another show, that makes sense that it wouldn't be on here. Yeah, this has got you in a battle royal won by Jordan Grace. So <laughs> January eighteenth. I was in that match, yes, also. Because, uh, <laughs> there are a lot of guys in that match. <laughs> there's, yeah. still, there's still no-selling uh, the uh, the formation of corned beef, you know, two of our boys. Corned beef? Who is corned beef? That's, that's... Uh, Garvin and Manders. Okay, Garvin and Manders. Um, you... and their, their match from Black Label Pro was not on that on the cage match. Cage okay. match is the worst site of all time. It's a bad website. Stay off of it. Uh, just an aside, uh, Josh. I know you've met Manders. He's had a couple of bangers with Twan. Do you do you know other friend of the show? Our first pro wrestler guest, uh, Jake Gnarls Garvin. I do know him. I've wrestled him a few times, actually. Okay, I would oh, like yeah. to see that because he is our boy, and we've been every time. Uh, every time there's like a like GCW is like uh, we're going to Nashville. Uh, there's like seven of us who all just reply to that, and we're like, book Jake Garvin, book Jake Garvin, book Big Beef, book him. So that's <laughs> our that's our guy. Um, I'm glad to hear he's he's crossed paths with you with you. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's cool. Yeah, he's. He, the first thing I was like, "How you doing, man?" Like when we when we started recording, uh, and he was like, "I'm I'm at a cookout, just getting high." And I was like, <laughs> "Hell yeah!" <laughs> and that informed right. the rest of the show. Um, Josh Prohibition feud in 2018. Um, that comes out of I don't know how like legit any of this is, but it started out by Josh Prohibition calling you out. I think on the podcast um, for not coming to training. <laughs> Is that did that really happen? Um, there was a time where I may have been slacking off on going to training for absolutely no reason other than just be doing twenty year old degenerate activities. Yeah. That's totally fucking fair. Like I Yeah. I I get that. Um so that so there was legit heat there, or did you guys talk about that pretty quickly? Uh, like this is what we're gonna do. Not like it was just like, what the fuck are you doing? I was just like, I don't even have an excuse. I've just been fucking off. I've just been fucking off. And I was just, I was just fucking off pretty bad. Like then, you, you were twenty <laughs> once, Josh Prohibition. I know it was a long time yeah. ago, but like, yeah. <laughs> but he was also straight edge when he was twenty. Oh shit! Right. So it's a different. Yeah. That's a that's a different beast entirely. <laughs> is yeah. jo- I don't want you. We're not gonna blow him up, but is Josh Prohibition off the straight edge life? 
Yeah, he's openly talked about it on the AW podcast and stuff. He like makes wine. Okay. He like drink he drink he'll have a glass of wine every now and then. Such a fucking weird, cool dude, man. <laughs> I the ultimate dude. I watched I saw uh I went to I was at a CZW show when I was thirteen and I saw him wrestle Nick Burke, who is a not a thing a people a, a person people know at this point. But I remembered like seeing him and he came out and he just I don't know, he had he had he had a presence even then and he had a, what been a pro a year or two and then, you know, him and him and uh M Dog going to to uh, XPW um, as the as euthanasia right and just always him and M Dog have always been in my head as like a huge influence just because of backyard wrestling and the the idea that you could transition from backyarding into the real shit and you know not get I mean I'm sure people beat the shit out of them I'm sure JT beat the shit out of those boys um, like with with no mercy to uh to teach them about the business or whatever. Right. But they made it. And that was a huge inspiration to a whole generation of backyarders. Yeah, um, they're just, they're legends. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that a guy like Jay pro is like, I don't know how he's so like, he's just underrated significantly because of how many people will say like that he's helped influence them and stuff. And even just like, but just like the early generation of any wrestlers have like talked about how like guys like him and M dude are responsible for helping others out and stuff. But I don't understand how they don't have like the recognition and credit that I think they both should have. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they're what Matt cross and, and J pro are around in a time like they, they hit in that Oh two Oh three time when everything else around them is also blowing up and it's hard to stand out, you know? Um, when Matt Cross is teaming with sick Nick Mondo against the backseat boys or whatever. And it's just like, M dog is great. Obviously he's in there with like three guys who are also insane psychopaths. So they might sort of just sink into the full picture and not stand out on their own. It's Um, also, um, because like, it's also if Cleveland, like it had its, it has its scene and it's like, it's by like the grace of God that it's like stayed on, and like now AAW is one of the best uh, promotions in the country. But like, if you compare that to like going to CZW Philly, uh, I'm from just outside Philly, like the inheritors of ECW, all of that shit. And, like, and you're a match of those three guys who are all local, then it's like you had you have to blow everything up to stand out and be like the star. Like you are on enemy territory even as a baby face yeah it's just yeah. it's hard um but it's like you still get like you like he uh, had a run he had runs uh he was like in 2000 like feuds of sanjay dot and stuff like that yeah just, oh like, yeah like uh just just because like uh you, you know you could the presence like that there's reasons that like in iwa and places like that where they could just like carve a niche um despite all of the insane talent from all over the place that was trying to get into those spots. It's going to be hard to, it's going to be hard for like a straight edge guy to walk into the IWA locker room. Like I, <laughs> I can't imagine what that would have been like in that time. Um, yeah. Love job. Yeah. Well, like, well, I guess maybe like, that's a good thing if, if punk is going to look out for you at least. Sure. There, there was a, there was somebody there to, you know, be something else beyond, you know, 
Ian and whatever whatever he was doing at the time. Um, all right, so I want to talk about we're going to jump ahead a little bit here. Okay. Uh, about about a year or just under a year because I want to talk about Dominic Garini, the guy who okay. mostly trained you, right? Um, yes. This feud, I I don't know where this feud really kicks off, but it starts in uh, Acre at the AIW Rubber City Con, I think is the show. Okay, where it's uh, me and Tracy Williams for the absolute title, and then after Dom comes out and attacks me. Okay, um, yeah, I don't I, have, I don't believe I have seen that. Yeah, I ha- all right, I have it here, November third, uh, two thousand eighteen. So. It says after, it shows after that. Oh yeah, Hell on Earth fourteen. Okay, KTB, Dom Guarini, Josh Bishop, and sticking out like a sore thumb, uh, Doctor Daniel C. Rockingham. Uh, <laughs> God bless him. Love the guy, but sticking out like a sore thumb in that. Um, so you guys, obviously he he trained you. He yeah. must have. He must have. He must have decided this right. Like he must have said, "I need to take that guy, and I need to. I need to have." killer fucking matches and and make him because you know no disrespect to you the josh prohibition feud is cool but it didn't the matches weren't the highest level shit you've ever seen right um no and i think it's just that's i honestly blame that on me of course just, you've been wrestling I don't a know year if i just what if i wasn't like not like nervous but definitely nervous and like it definitely got into my head and affected me that like sure and i'm also not a great like i'm not a good talker like i don't really care about doing promos or anything and it kind of wasn't really hitting my stride not my like that i'd say i'm hitting my stride now but like well you got west now really, so you yeah. if you yeah. got west and you I don't need to hit it and I, and I mean even in the ring like i didn't really have the confidence yet to like even though i was going out there and doing like crazy shit when i'd wrestle like mance warner or kurt stallion but like i don't know why i was just like not I don't know. I think I just really just shit the bed in that feud. And that was definitely my fault because like that should have been like, I'm sure the intention of that was to like help elevate me. Yeah. But I just didn't, I don't know if I was just like starstruck or like what it was, but I just definitely did not live like raise myself through that to like what I was hoping to. Yeah. And then I really think that the match that I would say not like made me, or, like, you know what I mean? Because that's kind of corny to say. Yeah. But, like, really was like, all right, you got this. Like, was my match with Hot Sauce. Because yeah. that because that's a dude that's, like, been helping me out. and Like, not, like, looking after me or whatever, but, like, a vet that went out of his way to do, like, things for me. Like, when he didn't have to. And has always been, like, a good dude. And, like, he's the man. And he's yeah, so the, underrated. One the, yeah, the one the absolute consummate professionals like one of the best ring generals i've ever seen like all time like for me as like a tag guy in terms of knowing where things what things when what should happen when where people should be like in terms of tags and uh scrambles and all that kind of stuff yeah and i remember like when i showed up to hacker i was like i was just like all right well i know that we're about to fucking rock like i was ready to go yeah, and I think wrestling Ethan Page like the show before helped me out a lot too, but I don't know why. Like when I just showed up to that Akron show, I was ready to rock. And like, obviously in wrestling, like the veteran really calls most of it and stuff. Of course, and like 
I was just very lucky that Tracy just said he knew, like he understood a lot of the things I was doing and why I was doing them, even if not a lot of people did. And so he was cool with me just giving him, and I had a lot of ideas for that match, and I just he let me give them all to him, and we used a good amount of them, and then he would tweak some things. And, like, we were having this awesome match, and I could feel... I don't mean, that kind of sounds kind of corny to say, too, like, saying that I had a good match, because there were things that went wrong with it. Oh, fuck that, but man. Could, no, 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 no. If you're happy about something, like, if you're proud of it, yeah. and you felt it in the ring at that time, yeah. have you watched it afterwards? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it I felt remember, good like, to watch? So you're, yeah. it's not corny, and it's just like, fucking facts. Yeah. 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 And I was like, wow, like, holy shit, like, I cannot believe, like, we're just killing it right now. I remember one time we were doing something, and then I was like... Dude, this is awesome. Like, it doesn't come off on video, but, like, that crowd was fucking, like, pr- like electric for it. Like, it was sweet. Like, it's the first time, like, I felt, like, that wrestling magic that everyone talks about. Isn't that your town? Are you, are you you're yeah. an Akron guy, right? Uh, I'm from Maslin, but it's, like, 15 minutes away, so it's basically my town. Okay. Like, it's as close yeah. as we're going to get to a hometown show for me. Yeah, yeah. That's and so, huge. Yeah, so it was just, like, sweet. Like, it was unreal. Like, I remember it's just, like, we were just doing stuff, and everyone and everything we were doing was clicking. Like, everything was clicking, like, right away. And I was like, holy shit, this is it. I was like, this is the magic everyone's talking about. That- like, I, maybe I got it in a little burst, but I, was, I, I remember, like, when he hit me with that pile driver, because, like, he beats me, hits me with the pile driver, bang. I remember saying, just like, wow, dude, thank you. Like, that was unreal. <laughs> like, thank you so much. That was amazing. That's great. That's great. You yeah. could, yeah. If, oh, you yeah. know, you have a good match. You feel it. Like you, you feel it throughout. Yeah. But you're like, this could fuck up at any time. And yeah. then you and get then, to that finish, and it's over, and the crowd pops or whatever, and it's just like, ah, I okay, yeah. that that like, went well. Yeah, and oh, <laughs> Josh, your your sound got bad all of a sudden. I mean, he's he uh, dropped out. Yeah. All right. I'll be back in a second. All of the gods are dead. Long live the god Woken. Uh, from from our, our boy Shad Satujin. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good tweet. Huh. I'm gonna fave it. I I don't know what it means. Hashtag yes. Divinity Original Sin Two. Oh, oh my god. Sorry. No, it's it cool. Keeps kicking me out. No. Yeah. So like guys like Swaggle and Kingston, they told me that that was. Like, and that was an awesome match, and I should be extremely proud of that. And that was, like, wild. Yeah. Like, Swaggle, I remember he told me there was two things. He said he did not like I did other than that. He said that was the most perfect match I've had yet. Yeah, if it's all clicking. I don't know. It's funny that, that yeah. Swaggle is one of the guys that's, like, he's, I mean, he's an old veteran at this point, right? Yeah, I don't understand why people don't, like, try and use him for his brain and stuff. Because if you look at all the people he was working with in the WWE, like, he was in, like, he was in this main angle with Vince. He fucking hung out with Fit Finley for years. (laughs) Maybe the greatest mind in fucking the last 25 years of wrestling, him and Regal or whatever. Yeah. And so he just knows what, like, he just has a great brain. Yeah. And so it's awesome, like, that I get to be able to pick a dude like that's brain and stuff. A small man with a big brain. Yeah. Um, And that match is still, I would say, probably my favorite match I've had besides the one at, uh... Uh, where I fell off the balcony. That was definitely that is definitely <laughs> my match. The match I'm most proud of. I'm sorry, you didn't fall off. Say. You didn't fall off the balcony. Yeah, you were, you were driven off. off. 
sorry. Yeah, yeah, we will. Um, So just before the Matthew Justice feud uh, really kicks off, you have the feud with Dominic Garini, and it results Mm -hmm. in the Submit or Surrender match from Slumber Party Massacre. Now, this is WrestleMania weekend, New Jersey. This is not in Ohio. I, I don't know how many times they've actually run outside of Ohio. Not a lot, and especially not recently. Maybe two. I, yeah. yeah, I want to say because I remember them saying on that. I think they got the date, the year wrong too. But it was funny that AIW it was their first time running WrestleMania weekend since 2007. Because they went to Michigan, was, right? Yeah, they went up to just Detroit. Like, yeah, just, <laughs> they it's just crazy. Put, put the ring on the bed. Who knows? Twelve year uh, gap. Um, this match is submit or surrender. It's you and Dom. <laughs> and uh, this, so like I said, I, I mentioned earlier, uh, Siobhan and I were both just in a, like in a, basically a chat room with this streaming. And a lot of the people in that chat didn't know AIW as well as Siobhan or I. So yeah. we were just like, all right, this is the match. I can, first of all, I, I, I couldn't believe they put it on second, but John well, Thorne is a beautiful be mind. It's supposed to be first. Oh, it's supposed to be first. Uh, first off is the fucking uh, Tijuana Death match, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah with we the fork board originally, and I was pissed. I was, I thought we were fucked when we got moved to second. I wanted second to be is first a, so is, bad. It's not as good as the opener. Like it's not. It's like that's not the spot. If you're if you're gonna pick one or the other, I definitely get that. And to have to follow uh, Damian say 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 and fucking Eric yeah. Ryan stabbing each other with forks. That's not a desirable position. Uh, But since you guys didn't use forks, you just stabbed each other with other shit. Um, Had you worked anything remotely close to this kind of like, like near death match? Our show Uh, wrestling is gross. We started this as a death match. There was a lot of things I wanted to do in this match that were shut down (laughs) and stuff because I wanted, (laughs) because I remember when, uh, I mean, to peel back the curtain, I remember when, Thorne told me that I was going over, and like Dom was like, "Well, you better find a good way to make me some fucking uh, surrender." Mm. He was, he was just like, and I was just like, "All right, motherfucker, we'll figure it out." <laughs> so I came up with this fire idea. So I come up with this fire idea, and everyone is shooting it down because mm. like, "There's no way in wrestling that anyone would believe you're going to set someone on fire." And I just kind of took that as a challenge of like, "Have they okay. never seen a Mr. Pogo match?" Yeah, and I was it kind happens. of just like, "All right, motherfuckers, well, I'm going to do all this crazy shit to lead up to it." We're going to hit the highlights of fucking classic spots. And then I was trying to get Dom to stab me with a knife also, <laughs> but he oh, would yeah. not do it. I was like, I was like reading like where I could get stabbed. And I was going to make like the marks on my, like in a Sharpie on my jeans. Cause no one would be able to tell. Oh, and, like, for where him you can where, stab. Where to stab you. Yeah. For him to stab me. And so then, what, like, wait, wait, you were like Googling like safe place yeah. to get stabbed. Yeah, like while I was driving to Jersey, what the fuck? I was fuck? trying to figure out yeah, because I knew, because I knew in order for this uh, like fire thing to work, like the more crazy stuff we had to sure. up to it, the better it would, the more over it would get. So you couldn't do the knife, yeah. But you did, nobody uh, would understand me. You did the the fucking skewers and the cauliflower ear, yeah. which is yeah. what the he, f- that was his idea. Nobody, of course, it was. Joke. He had, he had been trying to do it for a while, but nobody would do it. But he knew I, I don't give a fuck, and I would gladly do it. I imagine if you're like the cauliflower ear thing is very strange. There was that big thing in MLW last year, the uh, Loki and Daga match. Oh, where he ripped the ear off. 
yes, and it's like fake, and it's like everyone was like, "What the fuck is top? What the fuck? like people were losing their shit." And I don't even, and it's um, and MLW has a massive budget compared to sure. just this. Like they have they got squibs and shit. sports money. Yeah, to to this, like it is it is raw, and to to do that, like and any. Yeah sense we got to like that's the thing is oh, yeah. it's like a, a handful of us like I, it was probably 10 or 15 actually i said eight but i think it was probably more like 10 or 15 um of us watched this match all at the same time um and like i said like siobhan said earlier we have a lot of friends who were there in the building watching it as well uh phil schneider and and eric ritz and tom k uh all from segunda caida which is like a wrestling blog uh that constantly reviews aiw shows i, I know Somebody, other things, yes. somebody in in your circle there. Uh, I don't know if it's Thorne yeah. himself or, or or who, but they know uh, about this blog. And we're actually we're in a we're in a big group chat with with Weird Body and, and Worldwide. So it's like a, I, I I think that that's the reason you were aware of us, right? Is because yeah, Weird Body. Weird Body. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's a good egg. We're talking. I was talking to um my uh current roommate was a huge aw mark about uh weird body and shirley doe yeah uh, just- <laughs> <laughs> do you know who shirley doe is you shouldn't there's no uh, reason to oh no i don't it's an old like deathmatch like yeah just early 2000s like uh trash guy great excellent wrestler not really but excellent from my scale um yeah so this Ob- uh, objective, subjectively the best. Subjectively the best. Objectively, who knows? Um, the Not awesome bomb. The awesome bomb on the half piece of a door. Yeah. Well, they used <laughs> both the doors in the match before. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> Damian says, says, says is like a selfish old so fucking. Under the ring. Sorry, man. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> That that is like one yeah. of the scariest versions of like a you know a big like power bomb off of a thing, and he's got a good landing. Like he he, the landing on that is not dangerous. You fucking you hit yeah. that shit right. But yeah, like I mean, I knew how to like like I was gonna protect him the best I could. Like I'm not gonna just fucking throw you down there. Sure, like you know what I mean. You've done power bombs before at this point. Yeah, right. right? Like. It it's it's such a sick sick spot, and then yeah, um, I haven't I haven't rewatched this. Siobhan, you rewatched it. Is there anything that sticks out to you besides like this uh, the main stuff that like you just want to ask about? There's a lot of stuff on the tax spots, and the thing of it is like it's there's so tax weird in this to work. Match? I don't even remember there being tax. Yeah, there's um. There's... I take uh, he's I pull out the tax after I put it the skewer through his ears. <laughs> what's it like like it's that what is it where like to work with that kind of thing where it's just like it's just there who the fuck knows you might fall into it and it's gonna suck and you're like i was oh. trying to fall into this shit I was the worst the- is when you get them stuck in your hands that is the worst oh, yeah. is when they're stuck in your hand i've done that i've 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 yeah. backyarding i did some thumbtack shit and and the hands and the wrist are like the wrist is really scary because <laughs> if it goes like right in like <laughs> right yeah. there, and you like you like oh i know that i have like a lot of veins there and you pull it out and then like a little bit of blood squirts out like it, the hands yeah the hands fucking suck uh i i don't i don't like this match came out of nowhere for a lot of people because a lot of people didn't expect you guys to do this i had seen dom yeah. and and lawler do their like dog collar match or whatever like I knew that Dom was a psycho. I didn't know that you were a psycho until this day. 
You are, I mean... And I could tell that, like, nobody gave a fuck... Nobody gave a fuck about this match, because, like, even leading up to it, I, there was tweets like, why is AIW, like, ruining a match, uh, like, a spot on their car with just two students? Yeah. And now I was just like, I mean, all right, people, well, motherfuckers, like... <laughs> I'm gonna go out there and show you exactly why the fuck we're on this match. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, some of our least favorite people on the internet were even saying, why the fuck is AIW even here? And yeah. Then, oh, the, yeah, yeah, no, that that shout out. Weekend, Shout out to Voices of Wrestling for for saying yeah. this looks yeah. like it's going to be the worst show of the weekend. Fuck, uh, f- fuck Joe Lanza. Fuck Rich Grage. Yeah. I fucking hate those guys. Uh, Joe yeah. Lanza is a fucking racist piece of shit. Uh, as we say time and time again on the show, yeah. they yes. were fucking it's wrong. Annoying as, it's annoying as fuck. Like that AIW is like not <laughs> like I think it's mind boggling. It's not talked about because I think these shows are crazy. Yeah. I've been to like other companies and like other like big super indie companies or whatever. But there's like nothing like the feeling of an AIW show, and I don't know if that's maybe just my loyalty. But no, I just it's, love it. It's something like, else. I just it is something it. completely like the the, yeah. the level of like the the people that that John brings in, like for like as far as legends are concerned, he, he's bringing in fucking Bunkhouse Buck and like yeah. uh, D and Guido. So first of all, he's like he's got good taste in the like weirdos that he books, and then bringing yeah. in the big stars that are like hitting the scene. Um, you know, Alex Shelley. I know people have like whatever about Alex Shelley right now. Um, people that I know at least, but I, it's nice to see Alex Shelley doing shit. Eric Stevens, you know, he's, he's hitting all those notes and then the students, you know, like yeah. you got, you, you got fucking, uh, you know, weird world and, and fucking the, uh, uh, Philly Marino, uh, the, the, what's it? The Philly Marino connection experience. 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 I can't believe I blanked on that. Like those guys are fucking phenomenal. And, there's no one else. There's no other indie in, at least in the United States, probably not anywhere in the world that has such a great balance of like dream match booking, nostalgic legend booking, uh, long, like running feuds and just fresh faces that are good that you're not going to see anywhere else. And it's, it's so it's, it's cohesive somehow. It doesn't feel like it's all just getting thrown in together. It is special. It is truly and you can special. and you can watch the shows and feel there's a sense of fucking like community, which sounds so stupid for the yeah. brand. It's like for the you brand. Yeah. That, yeah, you compare that. Yeah, you compare that like 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 British shows where they talk. It's like everyone's like traveling like 50 miles, like taking trains up, and it just doesn't feel doesn't feel the same when they yeah. talk about it. It's, they're so in on the joke. It's like people in, at AIW. They just like AIW. They're not in on a joke about anything. It's just it's yeah. it's just good. Completely sincere. Yeah. And I just remember like the locker room feeling of that show it was just like because we all knew like we were the quote-unquote laughing stock of the weekend and people like were not giving us not like credit but they were like nobody really gave a fuck about us and we all had that mentality of all right motherfuckers we're all gonna go out there and we're gonna show you exactly where the fucking best wrestling on the indies is happening in cleveland ohio once a month yeah because hell yeah we were ready to rock like everyone was ready to fucking go that whole show is great too. Um, I, the main event is pretty wild. The fucking four way tag match is wild. Scott Stein, Scott Steiner and fucking, uh, and is it, it's, that was, that's the, that's the show with Scott and Swaggle. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Like, uh, Manson, Nick Gage, not their best match together, but it's fucking wild. Yes, it takes a lot to make uh, a a man's Nick Gage match sort of like a second division, like second. 
like, yeah, like it's second tier on this. Nobody like, tried to pour fucking each other off the stage and shit. Nobody's putting like gasoline on the other guy in Mance versus <laughs> versus yeah. Gage. Um, Speaking all right. of that, let's. Uh, do you want to talk about, about where did what happened? How did the uh, idea of the Rip City Shooters form? Right. Rip City Shooters has been since day one before oh, yeah. wrestling, but Alex Daniels burned broke Wes Barkley's back in training, so he had to send him back a year. Oh, <laughs> no. I didn't know that happened. Oh, Alex Daniels. Alex Daniels yeah, is like, that, uh, yeah. he's like one of the most of hated shit. guys, yeah. I know. It's, yeah. I mean, I can, can I just say objectively, it's a shame that he's a piece of shit. Oh, he's he was really good. fucking good. He was good. He's really fucking he good. He started doing he's... that Ben Affleck shit a little too much, but he was good he's... in the ring. But yeah, fuck that guy for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. I broke my dude's back, so I don't yeah. want to think about like, I don't want to think about him. Disappointing. Yeah, man. Because we're going So Wes was part of the first class, right? Yeah. So he was just around. He just hanging out when you started. Yeah. Oh. Well, he was just going to shows when I first started, and then he would just say like, "I'm about to start the school because I got to be working." I worked the beer stand at okay. shows. And I Wait, remember at, like at what at what age? Nah. Oh, you know, there. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you just handed all uh, cops. In yeah. the words yeah, of Rob Feinstein, I'll pretend you said 21. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's wrestling. It's wrestling. It's fine. Man. <laughs> so, like, I remember, like, he would just show up, yo, I'm coming. I'm about to start training. I was like, all right, man. All right. And then, like, as soon as he started, we just clicked right away. Like, right off the rip, we were cooling. I'm like, that's been my boy since day one. <laughs> like, it's great. That's great. I remember the Barkley Nation um, at that at that one show uh, where like every one of his his high school friends was there in the crowd and yeah. just like it was just so fucking weird. And he like so Wes Barkley is never going to be an all time wrestler. Like he he doesn't he he doesn't have whatever that is to make that. But he is already like just one of the weirdest like fucking like cocaine psychos on the mic and just he's got <laughs> he's, that fucking he's look. Tw- he's the 2019 dewey donovan that's weird. it doesn't that's really matter how good he is wrestling it's just he's i want this guy to be around forever he's just such a good presence so similar uh, to dewey donovan getting thrown off the cage of death wes is also very willing to get thrown off the balcony of the odeon uh in yeah. a match that he's technically not even in <laughs> Wes Barkley's having a gasoline orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's great. Anyway. Are you guys, you guys are friends, like, in real life? You guys ride together? Yeah. 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 We're, he, that is my ride or die dude. There ain't a lot of oh, people, yeah. like, I mean, obviously everyone knows in wrestling, like, there's a lot of backstabbing and fakey bullshit or whatever. Sure. But that is my dude. That is 100% my dude for life. He is he has uh, fell into that role so well. Uh, you guys are a really good tag team, actually. Really cool dynamic. Yes, yes. The match yeah. you had with uh, with uh, the fuckets at the Chandler Biggins Cup uh, was. I wanted that. I wanted so that good. match so bad. I'm not really one that I don't really like to ask Thorn for matches and stuff because I don't know because I feel like people like a lot of people ask for stuff, but I kind of huh. let my stuff play out or whatever. I don't really like to yeah. ask. And then that was like the that was probably the first match I ever asked for huh. was when he announced who everyone was because I kind of stay out of like the business part of it because like I'm not trying to be put on these shows just because I'm like in some chat or like I'm doing certain things like to help out Thorn or whatever you know what I mean sure. like, I don't want him to put me on a show just because he thinks he has to you're there because you earned it 
Like, if you don't think I'm good enough, don't put me on the show. It's exactly. Fine. Like, I've missed shows before. And, I mean, it sucks. It just makes me want to fucking go crazier. You're not a rookie anymore. You don't get booked because you set up the ring. You get booked because you were really good the last time out and the time before that. Yeah. That's how it, that's yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Um, but, like, I want to be on every show. I want to wrestle in every match. Like, I've like there have been multiple times where someone's canceled. I'll be like, I'll just wrestle twice. I'll wrestle twice. Put me in there twice. Fuck yeah. Like, let me wrestle twice tonight. But, I, I love that, man. Um, but... I wanted that with fuck it's match so bad because it annoys me kind of when people say like that. I don't know. Like Wes is just a manager and stuff because he's not, he just does like, he don't give a fuck about like any of this new wrestling stuff. And I love it. Like he don't give a single fuck about cool moves or anything. He just like doing eye rakes, shit talking, working the fucking crowd. He's, and I love it. And I love he's just he watching like a single fuck watching buddy like, Landell clips and yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he just loves like, like just some Jeff fucking fucking double J Jeff Jarrett. That's his shit. That's okay. His one. Cleveland, <laughs> Jeff so G. Bailey. Cleveland, Jeff G. Bailey. Um, yeah. man, love. Well, I'm oh. I'm really glad that you guys are together. That's like a really <laughs> that's been like that's one of the there there aren't enough. All right, so let's say he is just a manager. He's not obviously he's not. He fucking yeah. had a beggar yeah. with Nick Gage a couple months ago where he got like a really great little segment of of control after a uh, cheap shot. Like Wes, that six man on the Sekimoto show. Uh, Wes is great in that match. Like he's clearly got stuff, uh, but let's pretend he is just a manager. How many? How many? Like how tall are you? Six four. How many six foot four bleach blonde psychopaths have a fucking crazy coked out? And I'm not saying Wes does coke. If he does or doesn't, more power to him. We love cocaine on this podcast. But he's coked out. He has cocaine energy coked out manager of a six foot four bleach blonde fucking psychopath like that is a that is the type of tandem you would see 30 years ago in wrestling and yeah and that's just some of that old school shit that we love it's so yeah good. that's what we fucking want that's it's yeah. good hell yeah like exactly like, i mean we can go back to like the slumber party massacre real quick like yeah everything was crazy and shit but it makes sense like the progression of things like i'm all for crazy shit and stuff if it makes sense yeah like I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about the balcony a little bit, but if mm. you watch that whole match, everything, or in the f- match before, the progressive nature of the feud, it's making sense. Everything's building up to that final thing yeah. progressively. And that's shit that annoys the fuck out of me with this, like, gift culture we live in, where yeah. people don't give a fuck to figure out what the whole story is. Within a 10-second gift, they're, they're the all-knowing. Mm. And that's why I'll talk about it on this podcast again. Like, I've talked about it a lot. Like, a guy like Josh Barnett, who wants to fucking comment why, and, like, this shit's dumb on like gifts and stuff of crazy stuff that I've done. Like you're supposed, you want to be this fucking wrestling genius and this purist and have this fucking awesome wrestling show once a year about the fucking storytelling and shit. <laughs> well, how about you watch the fucking story? You dumb motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck who you are, like what the fuck you've done. I don't give a fuck about the UFC. Like, I love Josh Barnett as I love Josh yeah. Barnett as a wrestler. Uh, he's yeah. an idiot. He's a fucking moron, yeah. and he's never going to be on yeah. our podcast. So we can just say yeah. that. Yeah, no, fuck that yeah. guy. Uh, he you is... can't play. You well, can't be, be fucking both sides in that situation. Yeah. Either you're in about the story, or you're a fucking. <laughs> Either you're the wrestling purist that's like, oh, watch the story, or you're the fucking what the fuck guy. Yeah, like you don't get to pick and choose when you're that thing. 
it's annoying as fuck to me. Yeah, yeah, he's and he's all problem with it. Fucking come to Cleveland, I'll stab you with some fucking skewers. Hell yeah, hell yeah, I would I would watch that. Put um, me in a fucking hole and I'll fucking stab you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I think you, that that yeah, would be a I'm, disqualification in a in a UFC yeah. fight, but it, yeah, he's I'm sorry, basically retired now, right? Boring, probably. Man, I fucking Isn't, hate I hated that Minoru Suzuki match from Bloodsport. I'm sure it was boring as fuck. It was like 25 minutes. I don't know. People liked just, it more than I did, but. Yeah, yeah, I think that shit is so boring. Like some fucking, well, let me fucking put you in a wrist lock here. See, I, we, we love, we love shoot punch style. Punch somebody in the fucking face. We love shoot style, but like <laughs> some of the shit that he does is like, uh, yeah, just it's it, it, working that kind of 20, <laughs> 25 minute version of that match is not the yeah. kind of thing I want to see. I mean, um, or it's like if you're going to be like the wrestling purist, that's like, well, Tim Thatcher, he, yeah. just doesn't, he does a post. He doesn't talk, you say shit. He just yeah. Tim Thatcher does, doesn't even have Twitter. If you yeah. just want to be the uh, my work does what like my, says what I do, well then Russell Moore, a because <laughs> you're good. If you're good, then I think he's. I think I like watching him wrestle. I want to watch him wrestle instead of his like I'm gonna wrestle three times a year and I'm just gonna fucking dick around about it like. And, well, then, and just go on up. Twitter and like and quote tweet Gavin McInnes or whatever. Like like yeah, I think it's a fair thing to say. Fuck Josh Barnett, right? Yeah. You yeah. with me, Siobhan? Fuck Josh Barnett? Uh, yes, fuck him. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's something. Fuck him no matter what because even if even if you fucking think he's a great wrestler, he doesn't. He wrestles two times a fucking year. Yeah. And that's stupid. Yeah. If he's that fucking good, he should be wrestling all the fucking time. He can just he can bring his own audiences. Yeah. Just re- like what, what, wrestle like fucking Volcano. Yeah. Wrestle once a month. That's enough. That's something where you people can say that he's thing. not just dicking around. Nobody can afford him. That's the thing, right? He can afford he's... himself. He can yeah, book he can a fucking himself. show. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's totally, uh, Josh, it's okay. It's totally okay to call anyone out on the show. That is right. part of what we do. Um, yes, especially especially if we know for a fact that they're never going to be on a fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're blocked by many, and, and um, it's just part of the brand. Let's talk about Matthew Justice. Um, the match the heart of the matter. Yeah, match at <laughs> Gauntlet for the gold. I feel like don't want to talk about it. Right, you didn't like it. It's I it's, hate it. It's okay. It's, it's all right. Yeah. It's awful. It's not a good match. Uh, Fair enough. It's all right. I'm it's sorry. not. <laughs> You're changing my mind. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Um. That that show was weird. That I really like that. Uh. That's the one with Kingston versus Mance, right? With yeah. Mance. Yeah. Fuck man, that match yeah. is sick. I love that match. Um, May seventeenth, two thousand nineteen. Keep their heads ringing. Um, that is. <laughs> I mean, I guess if we want to talk about the gauntlet, that the May the May match really plays off the gauntlet match because, like, we were like, all right, this will be easy. Like, we're both fucking, we're whatever. Like, we both have the same intentions of a show and stuff. So. Should be all right, and then we just could not click, like talking about what we wanted to do, or even in the ring, we did not click at all. And like the crowd is like not giving a fuck, and we can feel it. And we're just like, whatever, fuck this show. Let's just fucking get done then, I guess. And like potatoes fucking everything up too. <laughs> Shouts like, out, potatoes. David yeah, potato. <laughs> potatoes just keeps fucking up these spots we have, and he's just like, what the fuck? And like everything that could go wrong is going wrong in this match. And, like, I'm fucking, like, as a longtime Cleveland wrestling fan, like, I'm getting this sweet, even though titles don't really matter, like, it's just sweet to be, like, because you're just, 
because you don't like win it and like you just get rode in to win it but it's like <laughs> sweet sure. that like all right like here's the fucking intense title like let's rock like it's time to fucking go and then oh yeah you won the title in that match didn't you yeah and okay. it was just so and i remember just winning and i was just like i've tried to i wanted to give the title back to thorn and just tell him he made a mistake oh man like i was just trying to like i was like this is not like i don't know what maybe i am maybe that match at mania weekend is the best i'll ever do mm. because this was not <laughs> <laughs> you peaked and now it's all downhill yeah yeah um, yeah like i'm fucked and then i remember like him and like justice and i were talking about it like justice was pretty ready to retire if we didn't have a good match in may like, he was openly saying <laughs> Boy, he's so done. fucking crazy man that he's done uh, because it was just that bad to us like that just like that was all i could think about for like a month like and i was pissed i had to go back out for the gauntlet neither of us wanted to do that we just wanted to hide our face in shame of letting down the aw crowd which is what we felt like brutal, we did. man damn the yeah. match isn't bad the match is not fucking it's, bad it, i'm sure I it felt know. bad i've never watched it back I've, it's I've fucking fine. There's a couple it's of uh, like spots out in the crowd or in, on the floor that I thought were like like I think that match um, leads that arena. That building's weird. That is that a weird building. Weird. Uh, yeah. But I think that that match uh, like leads well into the the May match because it's yeah. it's got I don't know it's got elements that you just build upon. So I but the May match. Um, you talk about escalation, um, about progression of, you know, get to the biggest thing. Uh, yeah. You guys both are bloody by like about halfway through the May match. Right? Yeah. Uh, and I can get guardrail also, sorry, spots. Quick, a, yeah. A quick sidetrack. Sorry. No, no, we talked about escalation and stuff and like in theory, yes, we should have saved that balcony for absolution. Because well, we weren't going to be able to come up with a bigger bump. But also, not the fear, but, like, the knowing of, like, someone else is going to try and use this balcony. So mm. fuck those motherfuckers. We got to use it first. That's why yeah. the first show we're there, we're getting it. And, like, uh, we well, had a... That, I think that, uh, that kicks ass because, A, it sets off the tone that this is the AIW building now. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully that's, like, this is our end. Uh, I think the way the finish goes, it's, like, it's such a... Like it ends up being like a stalemate of a match, except, and that builds for absolution. Yeah. So yes, if you yeah. put that spot at absolution, like obviously, what are you going to do? Like not have that be the finish? Like the way that uh, if people, all right. So if people don't know, um, the finish to the match from May um, is it's uh, a stack of tables. I give an RKO off the top of a balcony. I give an RKO to match us from a balcony. <laughs> right. Right. And <laughs> and then you just roll over and pin, and then you get up and celebrate. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, the uh, I gave him a sweet cutter. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. It was out of nowhere. Yeah. Some might say. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he gives you a Death Valley driver, um, and the way he he's like, you guys are standing on a table of some kind. So we had a few ideas okay. for what we want to do for the balcony. The first thing was he, at one point he went, you know, maybe I'll just start, I'll just splash you off the top of it, and I just went, how about you go fuck yourself? Because if you <laughs> think you're the only person, off. he's yeah, the one getting the shine. No, no, no. <laughs> because if you think you're the only person going to get the glory of this thing, you are fucking crazy. Yeah, what are they going to say? <laughs> Matthew Justice is crazy for doing that, and also Josh Bishop yeah. is a good sport for laying there and taking it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck that. No, and so. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to do a superplex at one point, but then there was we were scared of like over rotating yep. and fucking destroying ourselves. No, yeah. You then need... we were going to do that thing that Rollins and Ambrose did, where they were like brawling off the cage, 
Oh, and, and they the, like the Russian leg sweep double. Yeah, yeah. Fuck but we that. thought that kind of. But yeah, but we thought that kind of looked shitty. So uh, Hero, went, Hero and Punk did that at the at the IWA like the famous fifty minute match, and it's yeah. fine. But it's if you guys would have done that, I'd have been like, oh, Hero and Punk. Yeah. <laughs> like so then, and it's, then he was it's less organic. It's less organic. Yeah. yeah. And then we found these drum risers that we made kind of look like an announce table. Since it was the first time oh, in that venue, okay. nobody really knew what we could. What we could just kind of make it look like whatever. So that's what ended up becoming commentary was that because we found those drum risers to set up that high. And then it, we, we put a cloth over it and shit. It looked like sure. it was a little announce table and shit. And so then we were going to do – he's going to give me a spear off of it. And I was going to try and guide us down. Oh, God. But like, <laughs> Backwards? But there, yeah. But there wasn't like enough room for him to like go back and get a good thing. And we also didn't sure. think like the crowd would really see it. It's yeah, be the, it, it, best case scenario, it, it ends up him DDT getting DDTing himself. Yeah, yeah so it's yeah. like <laughs> so. Then I kind of looked at him and I went, "Dude, fuck it, give me the DVD off of there." Because whatever, with the, we agreed that however we land, Wes is going to pull me over top of him. So it doesn't matter what we do to get down there as long as sure. we're there. So I just said, "Give me the DVD because it'll be even better when we get that heat from the crowd." Of like, are you fucking kidding me? You just want to, even though you just fucking got. <laughs> a dvd uh, it's some of the most insane shit i've uh look like me and siobhan have been watching this shit for a long time we've seen a lot of people jump off balconies um there's something about the velocity of this and the way the tables just crumple um it the way that Real good camera work too yeah this really really well, emphasizes i've that. seen thing feels great like 20 different angles of it because everybody was filming it on their phone and everybody posted it on Twitter. Um, I was telling, I had, we had friends over last night. Me and my wife had our, like our, a couple friend over. Uh, and I was like explaining to them that I was going to have this Cleveland guy. He's you know making a name for himself outside of Cleveland. Uh, this is the guy. And so I showed a couple of non-wrestling fans, this, this bump, this fucking balcony shit. And they were, they were just like, they didn't have any words. It was, it was some cell phone footage, right? I, it's it's just one of the most maniacal fucking bumps I've ever seen. And the way that he gets you up, and he doesn't just fall. like So whatever, the drum riser that you're standing on, it's yeah. lower than the rail. And so so then he, he jumps off of the rail. He fucking steps up and fucking jumps yeah. up and over. Like, yeah. what? I was probably like 30 feet in the air yeah. from like the height or when he dropped yeah and so that's probably why i took the worst of the impact because he was only like 24 or whatever sure. 25 but like that's still crazy that's, <laughs> like it's so fucked man yeah i you ever gone off a balcony before that i don't think you, you no. have right <laughs> no <laughs> and there's no like i mean not that i wouldn't i definitely wouldn't have done that with anybody like him and i may like butt heads a lot and stuff but there's still like that trust in each other because, yeah. I mean, I definitely think that if you look at that May match and you look at Absolution, and, like, him and I are going to be able to pull the best out of each other. And it's, like, just that competitive nature of, like, yeah. oh, you think you're better than me? Oh, I think I'm better than you. So, fuck you. Yeah. And, like, even on shows and stuff, like, we'll try and think about other things that we can top each other in different ways. Even if you're not wrestling each other, you guys yeah. have that relationship now. That's really cool. There I can see that him... competitiveness. Yeah, that's and that's that's good. You know, that's a that's a good thing in friendships outside of wrestling to have like some level of, you know, professional competition between yourselves and uh, you know, obviously don't let it get out of hand and like fuck with a friendship or whatever, but yeah. um I could I I and I feel like he would be able to look at you and see like himself 
you know, 15 <clears throat> years ago or whatever. Um, I, I, I get the relationship between you guys and <coughs> it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I need to rewatch this match personally because you know the the bump itself overshadows the a lot of the rest. I mean, there's some great like the the guardrail stuff. That's right. all sick. The the uh, shop the extension cord. You can like see like the tongs of the fucking like Welt. what goes yes like in his back. Like that's all that's <laughs> like a gusset plate or something. That's huh. always sick when it, you can see mar- the actual specific marks of an item, and you're like, oh, that's what that. You know, that there's no denying what that is. You can, and there's guardrails. It's just, uh, that's great. It yeah. was real great. I, I liked it more on this rewatch for damn sure too. Um, I um yeah, I think the finish does play at, like off of um the April match too. It feels and then and yeah, as a story, it really it does feel really good. And it, it continues to build off of the Dom match from Slumber Party Massacre. It's like you're you're yes. you're topping yourself. Um, and you know, here here is the thing. Like you said, how do you top yourself after that? And I understand that you might feel like you need to at some point, but you really don't. Um, don't don't go off of anything higher than that. Okay. Oh, I mean, I was trying to then get the tables to be set on fire. What <laughs> <laughs> absolution was going wrong? I don't know if you guys listen to that episode of the AW podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I just kept, I just kept selling Thorn. We'll just wrestle for an hour, and we'll just set the tables on fire, and we're gonna find every fucking weapon we can find in Cleveland because <laughs> we'll just go out there and wrestle an, an Iron Man match. <laughs> yeah, you you were the only two people in the building, right? Yeah. You were the only like full match in the building at that hour. Yeah, hardcore Iron Man match. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Um, I'd watch that. Um, oh. Absolution. Uh, what? So I will say the JT Lightning show. Uh, your match with Trey Lamar is really cool. Um, your the four way from day two is also like, I think probably my favorite of the four ways from day two of that show. Um, but you know, for 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 time and for the fact that I'm gonna piss my pants if I don't. Uh, move things along. Um, the rematch, the third, the third match. Uh, I would say rubber match, but rubber match is isn't rubber match a term for when one guy has won each? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the the third match. Um, Bill Alfonso. Did do you, did you know? Do you know who? Did you know who that is? Yeah, actually, Matt <laughs> and I were pitching for Fonzie for a long time. Before. Hell yeah. Okay. Because uh, like, Masters luckily Champions. with the. With the ability of like the internet and stuff, I got to go back and watch and see that and stuff. Like I've watched all that old stuff back. So like we're kind of like what like who can neutralize? Like who would make sense to neutralize like a West Berkeley? But like it would just be awesome if we had Fonzie, just yeah. for like the awesomeness of Bill Alfonso. Yeah, and, like and it would, who fits it, Matt? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's super cool because it again <laughs> like um. Like like your uh, Siobhan, your Dewey Donovan uh, 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 comparison, uh, Bill Alfonso was also that. He was the guy yes. who uh, he would be the manager. He would be active in the matches. He would set up the tables, hold the chairs, whatever. Also, though, he'd cut his fucking forehead open. No problem yeah, doing that. He'd, he'd uh, lose half the blood in his body to, to show God. him and... That he wasn't leaving, that he was wrong. Have you seen to get that, over a, Josh? A the fucking is it uh, him <laughs> yeah. and Beulah, right? Yeah, it's him and Beulah. Yeah. You have seen uh, that? Absurd, <laughs> absurd. What a fucking guy. What a worker. <laughs> what a motherfucker Bill Alfonso is. <laughs> and he fits right in with the AW maniacs. Like, yeah. he fits yeah. right in with us. <laughs> like, man, him on the podcast talking about Giant Gonzalez, like that was 
it, it's so weird. It's so cool. Uh, not a guy I expected to really ever see again. Uh, outside of like maybe a WrestleCon show, and I'm, I'm not really watching WrestleCon shows anyway. So, um, just really cool. And that match is good. That match is really good. I have it, you know, I have it lower than the May one, um, but it's it's got some crazy shit. And you guys do, uh, you, you you guys do your best to steal the show. Um, Absolution on a whole was just such a good show this year. A tag title match, fucking Eddie and Lawler, just great, great show. I Gage and Thomas, uh, Don, yeah, Gage and Don to Dom. That match is fucking great. We didn't I talk mean, about I... Zach Thomas. I want to say, have you you've wrestled Zach Thomas in a singles, right? I wrestled him at the uh, second May show of Oh, the Guido. Maybe, Guido's Beer yeah, Bash. Yeah, Guido's Beer Bash, yeah. One of the only ones I haven't seen from this year. Yeah. Um, it was like a week after the balcony one, so I just have this giant purple mark across <laughs> my whole back. <laughs> did uh, did he exploit that? He seems like the kind of guy who would like go oh, after yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy is something. I, I really <laughs> like Zach Thomas. Um, ever yeah, since the, really good. the debut match at the at last – or was it last, yeah, last year's Chandler Cup, um, where it was him and, and Wes and uh, – Fuck, who else is the the karate guy? What happened to the karate guy? TKD, he's still TKD, around. TKD, okay. Um, and somebody else who I don't. Oh, a writer, Reed. Writer Reed. Reed. Yeah. Um, Zach Thomas was the guy who stood out in that match the most for me, and I'm glad that he is uh, doing things because he is fucking. He is cool. He's a sick motherfucker. Um, I do want to say, uh, I I just to, not to backtrack too much, but the. May match with the balcony dive. Um, how soon after that does Brett Lauderdale contact you for for Game Changer? Uh, that night, but like my, <laughs> my phone like was not working because it was in your pocket like, when you went uh, off. My social like... media was just was going off, so like I didn't know. Yeah. Until like the next day we were at a show, and Thorne told me he was like, "Dude, can you please respond to Lauderdale because he will not stop messaging me about you." Wait, the next day, oh, Brett. <laughs> you, wait, the, you said the next day you wrestled the next day. Yeah, Matt and I both wrestled the next day. <laughs> what? <laughs> For who? UXWA. Oh, it's, UXWA. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that's well, that's ridiculous. That's that's ridiculous. Um, I did not realize that. Uh, GCW, that match is really great. You guys steal uh, the spotlight in that match. I actually think that might be my favorite match of the entire show a show full of uh crazy shit and uh kiku tar is in that match right yes yes did you talk to him at all <laughs> uh the best i could yeah, yeah. i met him a few times from aiw and stuff That's, okay but... he's been around yeah. of course uh yeah that match is great the fucking dvd like running is it running off the apron or was it off the second rope um, off of oil. It was, yeah, it was off the second because we couldn't do the top because there's those big ass chandeliers on the <laughs> ring. Yeah. Great <laughs> venue. Like really the, what's it? The showboat? Yeah. The oh, showboat yeah. casino. Yeah. Love that venue. Um, uh, through a guardrail, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, I've seen you guys go through a lot of, uh, steel and wood. Yeah. So I, it's yeah. some of it blends together <laughs> for me. Um, KTB is real great. That is really, I love to see him as an AIW guy. He, it's such a his he's he's really become like a legit 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 ass guy over the last couple of years. Oh yeah, and I did not really think that was going was not really. He was a goofball, like, yeah. He was such a goofball, but he just he's just a beast. He is a legit beast. He's got all the fucking beasts. Yeah, uh, legit. 
That guy's great. Has he? Uh, have you been out to really the woods? Fits in AW. Have you been out to the woods yet, or is that is he? He doesn't take people out there. Uh, he does not take people to the woods. Mm. Um, you just got to get to know him really well, I guess. Uh, who knows? Yeah, great, great guy. One of our guys for sure. Um, they have not booked you since then. Nope. Have you been in contact with anybody? Is that a thing you feel comfortable talking about? I mean, I don't really care. Yeah, it just nobody <laughs> hit me. Nobody hit me up. So I don't. Whatever. It's insane. It's, the, yeah. the fucking level of talent that is on like <coughs> the, a random Philly show on a Thursday whenever they run, and they're like, there's obviously there's their core guys are all great, but like some of the fucking people that they like. I don't know, man. Why is why is Eli ever fly there when like you could you could have you got to fly him in. You yeah, to, yeah. Fly him in. You'll drive. You'll drive. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. a it's a certain thing of like how many damn scrambles do they run a year? Yeah, just, just yeah, just they could throw you in any of those, and 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 you yeah. being a six foot four bleach blonde hair monster would stand out amongst uh whatever like guy that used to be in Chikara or what the fuck ever. Like, yeah, no, uh. Keep going to beyond. Tony Depp match is real cool. Um, yeah, uh, I do. I do want to say. Um, I I think we've probably almost reached our end here. Um, the reason I wanted to do this as soon as we did because Siobhan and I had talked about this ever since you like followed the the podcast account, which by the way is gone. The Twitter account got deleted and banned. Um, which if, yeah, uh, because, because of our header image had a picture of Matt Tremont with blood <laughs> on his forehead. And apparently you can't have a bleeding man in your fucking header image. Um, so hopefully... I think it, I think they're just being Puritans about the, uh, about the toilet seat, frankly. Yeah. He also you had know? a toilet seat around his head. Um, From, uh, insane eight. Yeah. Uh, ICW. Yes. Yeah. They're just, they're just, they're just prudes. Blood and toilets. That's where we draw the line. Uh, so if, if, if you're out there, anybody out there, um, it's, we're going to have a new account soon and it's, uh, at touching blood will be the, will be the name. Um, yeah, because touch a stranger's blood, Josh. Yeah. We, get, we love to touch a stranger's blood. That's what we're all about. I don't know. blood out of his head. Nick Gage. So I sucked his blood out of his head and I spit it back in his face. Oh my God. Was that the, uh, the 200th show? Yes. I yeah. I don't know if that footage is out. I don't. I, that show wasn't live. No. Yet, I don't think. No, it's not out yet. Yeah. And uh, of course, Wrestle Rage is out, but I haven't been able to see it. And that fucking sucks ass. Yeah. Uh, you where, love, that's that's a gem of a match. I have seen uh, Caden, uh, our you know, f- not friend of the show, but friend of shows. Uh, Caden posted friend, cell phone. Friend of AOW. Fr- friend know. of the pod, the card is going to change. Um, <laughs> He posted a video that he took on his phone of Nick Gage uh, hitting the, uh, the the face wash, the boot scrape, uh, into light tubes, into your face. Uh, how was yeah. that? It really fucked my hair up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sliced my head and shit up, too. But, like, I mean, that's going to stop bleeding eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. But, like, it sliced, like, half my hair off. No shit. <laughs> yeah you got a little haircut yeah glass is sharp man. <laughs> glass is sharp oh fuck yeah. um i mean i didn't really care that there was glass shards in my face that was fine i was expecting that to sure happen, but that hair come on man <laughs> is it the it's all about it. life is yeah. all about expectations yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that your first time doing glass yes is it your last time or are you down no of course Absolutely not. not. I, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I knew the answer to that question already. I no. just yes. hear you say it. But, <laughs> uh, 
Brad, yeah. Brad, Brad, we know you're listening. We know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Thought last time. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, so yeah, Justice went and did the turn or the uh, the Nick Cage Invitational, busted yes. fucking light bulbs. So like, yeah, we, people. I think people just need to like wake up and know that you're willing to do shit. Um, that that tape needs to get out there. That footage needs to get out there more. So maybe maybe you'll get that call sooner rather than later. I um, hope so. Yeah. To, to hell of a company. Game Changer fucking rules. Yeah. I was at the I was I was at the Nick Cage Invitational, me and some friends. Um there's actually a picture of me and another guy that I went to the show with and Matt Justice and me and my boy are fucking high as shit and Matt Justice is just like stone-faced, looks so <laughs> intense and it's one of the funniest pictures I've ever taken. Um <laughs> seems like a really cool guy. Um I really want to see that gauge match. Um, I also want to see that tag match. It was you and Wes versus Gage yeah. and Tom Lawler. Um, you and Tom Lawler. Well, first of all, you had a match back in like February at the Harley race show, right? Yeah, but it was whatever. I, d- I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, it was, it was good. Good enough. Um, it was a match. This Thursday, this Friday, um, we're recording this on Sunday. This show, I'm going to try to get this out tomorrow. Um, Friday, is it November 30th? November um, 29th. Yeah, something like that. Hell so on I earth. Terrible dates. Oh, yeah, no, it's all good, man. I November forgot it was Sunday. 30th. I don't fucking know. It's, it's the 29th. It's the 29th. Um, yeah, yeah. Fucking uh, JFK was two days ago. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah, the, the the original uh, death uh, match. The original, uh, yeah. I, I guess yes. Yeah, stra- a lot of strangers' blood. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oliver, Oliver Jackson's blood. Yeah, you ever hear that uh, that misfit song about that? Texas is the reason. Um, the uh, hell on earth, hell on earth, fourteen or so, who the fuck knows? Uh, where's this from? Where's this building? Um, this is at the Brook Park Rec Center. Is that in Cleveland? In yeah, it's Brook Park, but it's basically just like a Cleveland suburb, sure. kind of. Uh, because the Odeon was, they Look. they do like a every year they do like a concert or something there on the same day. Yeah, Black Friday. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, is there a balcony there? I have no idea. <laughs> I've never been in this place, but I don't care. I mean, who knows? I'm not going to be able to do a balcony. This uh, this is going to be a. Are oh, you going to wrestle? Be in fact, yeah. I mean, I'm probably not going to be able to out wrestle. Let's be honest. I'm just going to have to out beat the shit out of him. Yeah, I'm just going to out yeah. him. Be bigger. Uh, yeah, have... I'm just going to have to out be able to take more punishment. Yeah, out out toughen him. Are you uh, Are you excited? Yeah, I'm ready because I think uh, the first time I wrestled him was still when I was just like, I don't know, not I was just being a wrestler to be a like. If that makes sense, like I was just doing a thing. Yeah. Right? You but like you I have found yourself over the, yeah. over the months since then. Yeah. Over the last like six months, I would say I've like, <laughs> yeah. my game significantly and like just kind of know like what I got to do. Yeah. Or, like I was just being a wrestler. Yes. There's maybe you, maybe you can disappoint yourself, but when you know the idea of disappointing others, then it gets fucking no. Yeah. Like disappointing the fans and all of that shit, and that's like people are like, oh, is he Bishop? Is he? Yeah. He's, he might not be that good. And you're like, fuck you. No, no, no. Oh, you're not gonna let that happen. Yeah, and I'm ready because I, I'm. I don't know what, but I mean, I'm gonna 
beat the fucking shit out of him and do whatever yeah. it takes yeah. to win. So I can't wait to fucking win that title on the biggest fucking on one of the biggest shows AEW puts on every year. Yeah, Hell and Earth because, is is always a favorite. Yeah, it's a it's a big because, deal. Lots of history. Yeah, because I'm ready. <laughs> because I'm ready to fucking take that flag and fucking take it right to fucking Tampa, fucking plant it in Tampa. Say, hey, motherfuckers, we're back to show all you motherfuckers running that we're the best fucking company in the world. You and Wes would look good in Tampa. That's yeah. that is a that is a rip city ass <laughs> town right there. That's a Maserati town. Yeah, for sure. And then I'm ready to hold that fucking title and take it to Absolution and main event Absolution, like I thought that we should have been last year. Yeah, like I thought it matched I should have been the main event of Absolution last year, but it's fine because this year I'm gonna fucking prove exactly why. <laughs> because I'm gonna be the absolute champion, and there's no one. Once I win that title, no one will take it from me. You will have to fucking stab me in the neck, <laughs> and you're not gonna make a little mark for where to stab. No, you. yeah, yeah. No, we are uh, we are excited. I I, I think you have it. Uh, yeah, Hell on Earth is a, a show where big things happen, uh, major title changes happen. Um, I could see it. I could see it happening. I don't. I, don't. I, I, I know you'll do your best. <laughs> it's, it's gonna happen. I got the Maserati man in my corner. That's all I need. I don't give a fuck if everyone's gonna boo us when we come out. They can everyone that can go fuck themselves for all I care. That's uh, that's the right sentiment to have. Uh, they can hate you now because they won't stop. Now I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. I forget the lyrics. I don't know the lyrics to that song either, but I know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just remember just Caprice Bowman's theme. Honestly, I don't remember the lyrics to the song. <laughs> um, uh, you have other stuff coming up. You got other bookings that you're excited about. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got some other stuff coming up, but really the most important thing is Black Friday to me, because I am ready to fucking go out there, and once again, fucking have a, I'm ready to fucking just show out. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Because I feel like I've, I maybe haven't had, like, the best matches lately, but, like, I'm ready to fucking show out. Oh, come on. give a fuck. Nah. Like, I'm ready to go do whatever the fuck it takes. You keep doing what you're doing. will be in play. Yeah, the rules will be in place. So I'll have to fucking try and figure that one out. You yeah. can't. Yeah, maybe you can't put ste- stakes and hearts in the <laughs> fucking insane spot. Um, but you know, what what's all what what are what are stakes? But uh, just you know, extensions of the fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, punch him in the heart. Sharpen those nails. You know, just do yeah. whatever it takes because he is a filthy motherfucker. It's in his name. Um, yeah, you're, you'll be expected to to go and do. Go into a dark place to to beat a guy like that. Um, we're excited. We're we're all very yeah. excited. And um, I I know we booked this. What we I I, I messaged like, you two Friday. days ago. Maybe yeah yeah. yeah. I, it like struck me. I was because we had talked we had talked about a month ago. Like maybe we get Josh Bishop on. He's got that title match. Maybe he's gonna win the title. Maybe it's maybe it's time. Maybe fucking six months from now, he's somewhere else and we can't get him We've, we're having the same conversation about alex zane right now because alex zane's an old backyard guy and i have talked to him and he's down in six months alex zane might be fucking new japan junior heavyweight champion so yeah. like get on this shit alex zane we're gonna reach out to you next month <laughs> um and then i was like oh shit it's thanksgiving's next week oh fuck okay and then i was just like i didn't even tell siobhan i was just like i'm gonna I messaged you, you replied quickly, and you were just like, yeah, let's do it. And I, it, it, it's always weird because we have a format for these shows. We just talk in depth about matches where people yeah. cut each other. So it's always a different thing to interview someone. It's always a lot of fun, though. 
Yes. Um, turns out wrestlers are interesting people and have a lot to say. So, <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Um, I mean, we're all just fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two psychos talking to a different psycho. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dog yeah. looks one way, a dog looks one way, and the guy says, "Hey, what do you want from me?" Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that, Siobhan. Uh Joshua Bishop, thank you so much for coming yes. on the show. Um, thank you for having me. I, Our I, pleasure. I want you to win the title. Go win the title, right? Yeah. I'm ready to win that fucking title. Hell and yeah. then, um, just and then we're just to gets his, he cashes it in. Sure. Goes. Right. God yeah. Fucking knows, That's, man. That is the that is the match next year. The part four. You've got you've held the title all year, or you hold it up. Slumber Party Massacre, or whatever. You know, part two of WrestleMania yeah. weekend. That's the match. Justice won Jay Lit. You win the belt here this week. That is that is the culmination of all of it. And you guys jump off the. I don't know. There, there's tall buildings in Tampa. You're like, I'll it, jump out of a fucking helicopter. Yeah. Fuck. Throw them to like sharks. They got sharks in Tampa, right? Yeah. 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 Just you'll figure it out. I'm sure. <laughs> it's gonna be I'm fun. Ready. Thank you so much, man. I'm ready. Yes. Thanks, guys. All right.